It's show 69 of the Rim Pro Report. Today, Robert Rippentrop and Bob Featherston of Media Services. And we're also going to catch you up on the latest industry news. This show is sponsored exclusively by our good friends at O'Neill Software. So O'Neill has this program called RM Bridge. The deal is many of your clients use their file management software every day. It's what they work in. And frankly, they'd probably prefer to stay in that when requesting files and looking for files that are stored at your record center. So O'Neill just makes that possible. They do this through their RM Bridge software. See, their software, the the file management software at the client site, just automatically talks to your software in your record center. And without the client ever having to make any changes, it the order's placed. It just happens. Ultimately, it's cool stuff. And you can learn more about that at O'NeillSoft.com. Hey, I think it's about time for us to get in the fa-la-la spirit. Welcome to the Rim, Rim, Rim Pro Reports, the one and only weekly broadcast for the Rim support services industry. Bustling with news, views, here's what I believe, and the latest updates. That's just them. Mm-hmm. This show is full of interesting information. Stories. Yes. Important product and service reviews. Yes. And a cast of industry characters included. Yes. <laughs> Record center operators. Shred and destruction vendors. Media and electronic vaulters. Scanners and imaging providers. Take note, this show is for you. Now here's your host, Tom Adams. Yep, it's me and it's the holiday show. Woohoo! I know that I feel very good about myself as I have completed all the tasks on my list in terms of gift purchasing preparations for said holiday season. And so I feel completely at ease and comfortable coming to you today and expressing a sincere level of appreciation if you're not there. I feel bad for you because, oh my, the shopping centers are crazy. It's been a wild couple of weeks, but I hope that if you've got anything left to do, you get it done. But more than that, I want to wish you and yours, uh, your staff, your team, your family, your friends, everyone, a very Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Hanukkah. Whatever you're celebrating, I hope that you enjoy this holiday season and it is filled with uh, joy, fun, laughter, great times, parties, whatever you're doing, have a great one. Hey, for a number of months, I've been trying to get this pair on the show. I've known them for a long time. I've communicated with them off and on through the years, both at uh, Prism shows, uh, offline, independently, and I think they have an interesting perspective to share. So today we're going to be talking to Robert Rippentrop and Bob Featherston of Media Services and Shred Time in Kansas City. Uh, Robert is the president and Bob is VP of Sales, Marketing, and Content Management. And I, I, these two are seasoned rim veterans. They come from a lot of experience. They've done this a long time and they're doing some pretty cool work. And what's interesting to me is is both of them are, you know, really solid leaders in what they're doing. And it's going to be interesting to chat with both of them shortly. So hang with me through the news and we'll get to them. But yeah, I want to get to the holiday week news from the rim industry. And it's good stuff this week. I love these week when there's lots of news gifts to give to you. So let's get to it. 
Data Chambers, we've had uh, Chris Kelly on the show before, but everybody knows Data Chambers in the industry. The Winston-Salem IT and Data Storage Company was purchased by North State Communications of High Point. No financials were disclosed in the deal. The deal centers around the IT side of the business, though not the records management side of the business which will be retained by the existing owners. So that's a big deal. Uh, Data Chambers has grown significantly both on the record side, but in their, their IT side, co-location, all the different stuff they're doing as it relates to that. And so congratulations to uh, Nicholas and the team at Data Chambers on that deal. Hey, another big one. Recall announced the acquisition earlier this week of Security Archives in Nashville, Tennessee. Security Archives was founded by Charles Smith in 1991. Uh, Mark Wesley, president of Recall, suggested the acquisition was to gain more healthcare business, which is really big in Nashville. This announcement seems to leave our good friend Steve Richards as the lone independent left in the country music capital. So officially, congratulations to uh, Charles Smith and to recall on the acquisition there. Lest you think this season of acquisitions is done. No, 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 no. Access Information Management announced the acquisition of Records Masters of Southern Oregon. Based in Medford, Oregon, this is the 32nd acquisition by Access and solidifies the presence that they have in Oregon and on the West Coast. So congrats to Rob Alston, John Chendo, and the team at Access Hey, another thing, O'Neill Data Tech and In Tandem Solutions, In Tandem is an enterprise content management solutions provider, announced that uh, the File Track product, Inter Tandem's File Track product, is officially RM Bridge certified. You heard me just mention briefly as I started the show about RM Bridge. And this is actually the second certification for RM Bridge. You heard about the one a couple of weeks ago. And so, congratulations to In Tandem and O'Neill on that announcement. And this uh, announcement to me is an interesting one, but it comes from the Privacy Rights Clearinghouse located right here in San Diego. They've tracked 535 breaches involving 30.4 million sensitive records as of mid-December 2011. This brings the total reported records breached in the United States since 2005 to 543 million, the organization says. So what that says to me is there's still lots of work to be done, and we have the the luxury in the rim business of being on the front end of that to really help companies protect their privacy, the privacy of their clients, their customers, and all the stuff related to that. So there's the news for holiday week. Uh, if you have news you want to share, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love you to let me know what's going on in your world. If anything interesting has happened, love to hear from you. Hey, next week, Jim Booth, Executive Director of PRISM, and I are going to do a show which is about the year in review. We're just going to look back over the entire year, talk about what's happened share some stories. Uh, this is Jim's last year, full year. So this is the last time at Christmas, he'll be part of the rim industry officially as he will be uh, moving on from prism, uh, in May. So I wanted to spend some time with him and talk to him about what he's observed this year in the industry. We're going to talk about acquisitions, all that kind of stuff. As much as we can shove into that hour, we're going to do that. So uh, I'd love to have you back after, uh, Christmas uh, weekend and uh, be a part of us on that show. 
Well, now I'm going to jump over and get Robert and Bob on the line. So get ready. Hang on a second. I'll get them set up. Here we go. I have Robert Rippentrop and Bob Featherston on the line. Uh, you guys there? Yes, we are. We're here. Hey, welcome to the Rim Pro Report. I am glad to have both of you on. It's uh, it's a pleasure speaking to you today. Uh, I'm assuming I'm talking to you above ground or under? We're definitely underground right now. All right, you're underground. So we're okay talking about this in public? Correct. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's right. Uh, the cone of silence is not currently uh, in play. All right, so I'm going to start with uh, Robert. I'm going to start with you. Tell me about media services. Give me just sort of an overview of the history of media services. Okay. Well, the company started in 1996. Uh, a gentleman started it uh, as just a small uh, document shredding, document storage company, just had a few accounts. He uh, had another business that he was working and talked to some people. They said, hey, it'd be nice if you could store this for us. He, he did that. He was in an, an old abandoned warehouse. Uh, four floors were caving in. It was just a bad situation. So then in 1997, uh, we moved to uh, this, the underground facility that we're in today. Uh, back then, the company was called Data Destruction and Storage Services. Yeah. So then it was growing, going along. Uh, he was taking on new investors to keep capital coming into the company. In 2001, the company purchased uh, a uh, vault company, tape vault company, restore and recovery. And then at the same time, too, got into, um, started becoming a reseller of file-bound software. Oh, okay. uh, At that time, I started doing a little scanning. Not a lot, but a little bit. And then just kind of kept growing, bringing on um, investors to help capital and keep them, the company going. 2005, we uh, became NAID certified, so we were excited about that. Uh, 2006, and we just kind of keep growing as we're going. But 2006, then we purchased two other companies, which were across town from us in, in Kansas City here. Yeah. Uh, so it made it nice for us in as coveraging. Uh, is coverage for the Kansas City area. Those companies were, one was a, a, a storage company, a hard copy storage company, and the other one was a tape a vault company. Um, so when so that's it. We just think those two facilities there, we've been growing those. Uh, the company right now is about 150,000 square feet big. We're about 80% full uh, right now. Wow. So the underground facility, is that a, a leased facility? Yes, it is. Yeah, okay. So it's it's part of a, a large underground complex, and, and then you've got another building on the other side of town, you said. And it's also underground. Oh, it's it. okay, so both of them are. Yes. Wow. They're, they're limestone quarries. Oh, okay. That, uh, that, that companies have then turned into warehouse office space. Right. Okay. So, uh, when did media services, when did the name change from whatever it started as, uh, the shredding and, and storage company, when did it, when did you become media services? Yeah. In 2001, they, uh, when they purchased, 
restore and recovery at that same time they became media services um, and then in, in 2004 is when we then also branded the name shred time so we have trademarked that name okay so yeah because shred time is the is the the kind of unique shredding part of the business exactly right okay exactly. Okay. Because that's one of the challenges we saw for us is with our name, Media Services, what does that mean? Yeah. And so people, a lot of people off the bat would think that we were in the, um, the uh, TV, right. radio. I'm sure so you... we always, we I'm, like to kid around and kind of our lead in a little bit if they say Media Services, what's that? We say, well, we like to make people famous. <laughs> that's great. It, it kind of gets their attention a little bit, and then we say, no, what we really do is we store documents. Yeah, that's cool. So, Bob, give, give me a bit more of the the holistic sense of the actual services you're offering. I know I know Robert's kind of hit on them, but what are what are you selling every day? Yeah, sure, you, sure. We well, of course, we do the the, the destruction, full service destruction in terms of on and off site destruction. Uh, expanded so you, within the past couple of years with hard drive destruction as well. We do the media destruction, the traditional record center in terms of the off site record storage and management. Um, the tape vault as well. Oh, you're doing full tape vaulting. We have a full tape vault, okay. um, which is nice underground. Um, I'll, I'll say it's tornado proof. Um, and then we also, obviously, with the document scanning, we have a full service bureau that we offer, um, projects, back scanning. Um, you know, and that, that area is continuing to grow for us, um, especially when we're able to combine it with the, with the storage services as well. I've seen a lot of, we've seen a lot of interest with on demand, obviously, that has a nice ring to it for yeah. us. Yeah. So, we, uh, you know, we have your traditional, I'd say, your traditional record center um, services, and then, and then we've expanded also with a consult, small consulting division as well. We brought on a team member that helps with retention plans, policies, procedures. Um, he, you know, who came from um, the record, the record management um, practitioner role right. um, throughout his career. Um, so we offer that as well, um, and then some additional customized services um, as, as we opportunities at the same time yeah oh very cool so i i always like to figure out where you're coming from so tell me uh, robert what got you to being the president of media services tell me a little bit about your story how'd you end up in rim uh well really for me my background is accounting and operations uh i i worked for one of the owners uh that owns this company uh years ago I went out and was working with a couple startup companies. I'll use the excuse for 9-11, so one didn't work out. The last one, I was looking for a job. I called one of these owners who I used to work for and said, hey, I'm networking, I'm out looking. He said, hey, we've got a small company. I don't know if you're interested. You're used to working with larger companies, um, and we're kind of struggling where we're at. And I said, well, do I have to travel? And he said, no, you get to it's right here in Kansas City area, and I said, awesome, I'll, I'll go to work there. So I worked for one of the owners here, um, and then in a short time, that owner was bought out, and then I became president and uh, part owner of the company. Wow, very cool. So uh, you you didn't give anything away, but I was digging into your LinkedIn profile a bit, and your history's all in agriculture stuff. You're like a, you're, you look like you're a farm boy. 
I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah. Oh, that's, um, that's a heavy compliment for me. Cause I, I, I'm actually working on this whole concept called farm sense. And, uh, it's what many people who grow up in the city seem to lack sometimes, at least here. Uh, and I have to be a little careful there because I did grow up in the Bay area. In All right. All right. But then I went to school, uh, college at Fresno state and ag school, and then went to work for a poultry company there and worked for them for quite a while. And then what brought me out to the Midwest was working for a, uh, a pork producing company. And that's where I met, uh, the current, one of the, my partners in this company. So forgive me for asking, I know you come from an account, I mean, accounting seemed to be your focus, but wasn't it kind of a weird thing to go from agriculture into boxes on shelves? Uh, you know, really how I look at it, it's more, especially being in the role I have, it's more managing people and a team, putting a team together. Right. And um, that was that's more what we're looking at here as opposed to what the product is itself. Yeah. Um, one nice thing with accounting, though, it's, you know, if you're keeping track of every penny, and here you're keeping track of every uh, document. So uh, they, uh, they tie pretty well together. Cool. And uh, Bob, what about you? Give give me a little bit of your uh, history. Yeah, I, I came from it, you know, from a more business development and marketing perspective. Um, started my career in the public relations business. Worked a little bit in professional politics as well, and, and enjoyed that space. But realized I enjoyed um, the selling selling aspect of, of those of those uh, arenas and growing businesses. And that's what got me originally into the industry. Um, the first company I worked for, this is my second company I've worked for in the industry, um, is another record center called Jayhawk File Express, which is about 75, 80 miles down the road um, from where we are. Um, had a great experience there, came in in a sales role, worked, you know, worked my way up through management at that company. Um, so, you know, it, like a lot of folks that are seem to be in the rim industry, they didn't start out, you know, going into rim unless their family was in the business. Right. Like, right. But he kind of backs into it in different ways and certainly share that experience. And that's where, when I was at the Jayhawk File previous to Media Services, that's where Robert and I met each other and developed some partnerships on some accounts and some joint marketing efforts. So that's where our relationship started. Um, so I was ready to make a move about uh, three and a half years ago and, and, and did that, um, largely because it's um, closer to where I live. Um, so some personal reasons there. So it's been a good experience and it's a good partnership um, you know, you know, for, for me at Media Services. So, Robert, you, you just said that part of what makes, you know, your job Im- important is how you put people together and stuff. And it uh, seems to me Bob is a former CEO of another company. How do you, what's the secret sauce of you working with a former CEO and, and how does that all work together? Because it's an intriguing relationship to me. It is, and actually it's worked out real well. And as you heard from our background, mine's more operations accounting. Bob's more uh, public relations, selling, business development. Yeah. And so I think we complement each other real well in that we do a good job of communicating with each other on what's going on, where we're at. Uh, we, I think we have a good respect for each other and what we're doing. Uh, you know, my big thing is really trying to stay out of Bob's way and, and give him as many tools as I can to uh, help him get his job done. Right. And, and, and my biggest challenge is, you know, always trying to make sure he's uh, happy and feeling motivated in what he's doing. And so, Bob, are you? <laughs> well, the, the, I'll reserve that, for, on. I'll reserve that for a private conversation later. Right. Uh, so happy that you recorded, though. Um, right. No, so. yeah, it is a good partnership.
where uh, you know we both come at it from different different uh, you know strengths and sides of the coin. So we, it, it's a good um, partnership um, from a complementary perspective. So we don't we both we both um, you know have similar goals and desires, um, obviously for the company, um, but bring different strengths to the table. So so yeah, it, it's been it's been good. Um, and, and you know it, it especially when you can approach it from a team environment. Um, a lot of record centers um, in the business, you know, of course, they have teams, but there's there can be one or two folks that really drive the train. But here, it's really a, a team environment to yeah. help us help us grow um, in a lot of different ways. So, if if you were to give a you know a secret in that that whole the the work you do together, because you know I watch you guys and you're constantly growing, but but in terms of the relationship that you guys have together, Robert, you said it's it's kind of getting out of his way and giving them the tools to keep him happy, and and Bob, you're coming at it from the other direction, but but how does it work between you two? Because I know when I talk to so many people in this industry, the one thing I continue to hear is the frustration in keeping good uh, sort of salespeople. I know um, Bob, you're more than a sales person because you're you you come in as as you know I think your title is VP of sales and marketing and content management and you got more titles than I can be aware of but um, but but you're you know a lot of company owners Robert like you or or owner slash CEOs struggle to keep good uh, sales managers in place in these companies what so what's what is working and if if you could give away one secret or one uh, one nugget of of explanation for what makes this kind of thing work. What is it? And so, if anyone's listening who's struggling with this, might have a, you know, might say, "Oh, there's a little bit of formula I can use." Well, I don't know if we have any secrets. Uh, that's for dang sure. Um, you know, obviously, the first thing is always hiring good people, right? And then give them the tools to help them get the job done, and then giving them, um, you know, uh, respect. I think that's a big deal. That um, you know, we work hard on here is that nobody here is better than anybody else. We just all have different responsibilities. Right. And, um, so I don't know. I don't know if it's any secret sauce. It's It's been working for us, though. Yeah. Well, it is working, and you guys seem to be growing at a pretty rapid pace, at least as I watch you from a distance, and I, I watch your site, and I watch your news feed, and I watch the stuff that you're doing, and I go, there's something going on here. So what's working what is actually uh seeing the success what's proving and providing the real success in your in your company uh, yeah that's a great question tom it's you know there's always some simple answers in terms of you know good sales and marketing fundamentals going back to the x's and o's yeah. and doing those as best you can with the resources that you have um and we, we we i think we do a pretty good job of that we always want to do things better in terms of dripping or newsletters or trade group involvement or, um, you know, or, or, or sales campaigns, if you will. Um, we, we seem, you know, there's, there's a few things that, that I think um, aid our, our, process, our, you know, our sales process and our, and our efforts. Um, one of the things that starts with having a great product, um, if you, you know, you can, um, you, you can't, it's hard to make a silk purse out of a sow's ear, as they say. Yeah. Um, give me an ag reference, but, um, you know, we have stand, we have we have standout service. Um, we put a lot of effort into that, um, and a lot of planning from from a lot of different aspects of our company. So you know the company can, from a sales and marketing perspective, it stands for itself. Okay, great. That's where you have to start, and then we just try to scream it from the mountaintops the best we can. Um, you know, and so 
now, um, one big push we have is partnerships, trying to develop more strategic alliances um, that are that, that are fruitful and, and um, has value going back and forth with those with those specific companies that we're looking to develop those partnerships with. Right. Um, trying to get more of presence, um, you know, better presence on the web and not just the website, but web strategies that we're that we're using, um, and and also a presence in, in very um, niche target groups, if you will. Um, and I say a presence, whether it's marketing or sales efforts, but trying to, you know, the proverbial, you want to, I, I relate it to fishing. Um, you want to fish in a, in a pond, at, you know, in, at the right time with the right lure. You don't want to go fish in the puddle in front of your house. So it's talking right. to the right people, trying to say the right things at the right time. There's a lot, as you know, Tom, it's like an orchestra. So we're yeah. trying to, um, you know, keep everybody at least on the same page in the hymnal. So it's there's, there's always a lot to it. We're trying to do it better, um, constantly refine our refine it. The sales and marketing efforts. Um, we also because we're because we're local, um, like like a lot of um, folks in the industry around around the world and around the country. Um, when you're local and once you have the resources, you know, an adequate resources, you can do a lot of customization for for mid to larger customers that maybe um, some of your competitors can't. So we have a lot of flexibility, um, which is always nice when we. You know, when you know, once you're in the negotiation process of, of being able to offer added value at that point too. Yeah. Um, so th- that's kind of how we we think anyway. Um, you know, and then it's always you know how you um, quote unquote run the place, how how well you sell, how 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 strong your relationships are, how much effort you put into it as well. Um, and, and we have additional experience here. Um, you know, you know, Robert and I've been in the industry a little bit and have some good business. But we have some other team members as well that have come from some competitors, um, come from different roles within the company as well, and are cross-trained. Um, so we try to we try to leverage that as much as we can too. So the collective experience at Media Services is one thing that's always impressed me. Um, you know, beyond senior management, it's like wow, this this isn't the first rodeo for a lot of these a lot of the team members. Yeah. Well, it seems to me that when I just watching say your uh, social media stuff. Uh, the, you place a lot of emphasis, and Robert, you've already mentioned this, but you place a lot of emphasis uh, on on really supporting your team. It looks like uh, that's a, a real strong priority from your perspective. Is that true? Uh, absolutely. No. We, you know, for me, I, we, put, we, work, we work real hard and, uh, here, and I want to be around people that I enjoy being around. I want to have some fun. And so that's why if, um, if I can take care of them and help them have fun, and I'm having fun because really all I care about is myself. And so, <laughs> well, don't don't we all in the long run? I, I, yeah, exactly. I mean, so I th- if I can help them have fun, then I know they're going to help right. me have. Fun. Yeah, so, yeah. No, it's it's. That's a good, that's, it's such a great perspective. And I, I think what I hear from both of you is, is like you said, you both come from slightly different perspectives, but it, it sounds like it brings a really nice, cohesive way of doing things. One of the things, Bob, as you know, I'm a, I'm a marketing guy. I love marketing. But one of the things you said, I think is, is such an important lesson for people to learn, which is you can't just do one thing. You have to be an orchestra of marketing and sales related activities. And there's a, a belief out there that you know if you do just do this everything will work out or you know the the most recent one is if you're just on the web then you know your secrets are are i mean your success is 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 already predetermined the reality is 
it's not at all. And that whole concept of, of bringing all these different things to the table is really important. Yeah, it, that, I mean, that's, that's a great point. And, and, and one way to, that I've always heard of and, and simplifies it for me to the way to think about it is when someone's purchasing a car, when you buy a car, chances are you don't do just one thing to buy that car. You, you go meet with a sales rep or you test drive it. You, you read reviews online. You, you talk to some friends and people that you trust or experts. Um, you may see an advertisement for that. And maybe you get a mailer. So it's, it's, it's certainly that integrated approach. And it can always be a challenge on you know what, how much resources you have to put into it. You don't right. have unlimited marketing budget. Right. You've got to work smart and, and prioritize it prioritize at the same time. Yeah. So, uh, Bob, you were mentioning, but I'm maybe going to go back to Robert for the answer on this one. You were mentioning that you're a real high service culture, but one of the things that that I think is difficult as an independent in a in a market, especially when there's other independents, is to use service as the key differentiator. And uh, so the question maybe I'm asking is, how are you using that but also providing differentiation in a way that's that makes you different not just from the the nationals or the multinationals but also from your local competitors what how are you standing out in a way that makes you different and makes you a compelling reason to work with you or contract with you to provide services yeah yeah another great question and it's yeah i think it's a multitude of 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 aspects of that service culture, you know, it starts with the culture, I think, um, you know, and then how do you execute that culture? Um, one of the things that, that we do is, is we take, you know, those touch points with our customers very seriously and, and who, who's the face of our business on a, on a regular daily basis, not just the sales team, because really you don't see your, your account managers, your sales reps that much, but um, is it your drivers? Um, and we take, um, we have very low turnover in our drivers. We have a system in place to um, motivate them, keep them happy, um, and we treat their routes, um, you know, similar to a bread route or a milk route in terms of they, that's their route, and they're, mm. and they're motivated to keep their customers happy. Um, you know, it, we know it works well. Um, we get feedback on that. There's been times where we've moved routes, um, and I've personally gotten an earful from a customer saying, if you, if you move um, XYZ driver off my route, we're probably going to leave you. It's like, wow, okay, there's a great <laughs> relationship there. So it's, Wow. Very investing in those relationships. Um, you know, and, and of course, we're going to have people, you know, live people that answer the telephone to help, you know, help troubleshoot and solve problems. But then it's, um, you know, then it's, you know, it gets down to how that's done um, when the person answers the phone and, and the type of people you have working on that. As Robert mentioned, you know, investing in the people makes sure we have a good team. Yeah. Um, you know, you can train on customer service, but I can't really teach can't really teach somebody how to be a nice person to someone. They're just, they are that way. Right. Um, right. And then, but then you re, and obviously, I mean, I can, you can tell at our company, it's reinforced through management that, you know, to have that outstanding service of those basics. And then um, when you have those chances to shine, um, when a, a big customer is in a pinch or somebody needs something or, you know, or we can work it into the route, we do. Yeah. Um, and, and we, we um, don't, I've, I don't, I mean, we're human, we're going to make mistakes and all that, of course, but um, we do a really good job of delivering for our customers, um, you know, when they need it most, um, and, and, and developing that reputation at the same time. So we're pretty proud of that. Um, then the challenge gets to be, how do you, how do you sell, uh, sell and market that at the same time? Yeah. And so 
are you do you have any secret to that do you have any way that you're doing that that is somewhat compelling well we try to be as charming as we can of course we're in front of people but um the thought that comes to mind is there's a certain and this is getting into the weeds a little bit but you know i think there's a certain segment of prospects and customers that really appreciate that more than others yes um they have more intense needs um they really lean on their vendors and you're really a part of their team yeah um and it could be a certain size company in certain industries you know large law firms or hospitals or what have you there's a certain if you segment your customers there's more that have a place more of a value on that than say a small business that has you know some one person insurance shop that has one shred cabinet yes they like it but that larger law firm has a little more serious needs yeah try to to those size businesses um you know, that see more value in that type of approach because um, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to over-service a small account that you're going to end up losing money on because of that level of service. So, right. you know, that, that, that's one idea that, that we try to take that, that level of service and, and approach it to as well. Cool. That's, those are good weeds to get into because that's a lot of times it's the, those kind of things that really push the differentiation. So that that's that's great. So Robert, if you could go back a few years, say back to when you took over the company and bought into to it as an owner or a partner, and take another run at this, uh, not necessarily throw the baby out with the bathwater, but if you could go back and do a couple of things differently four or five years ago, how might you do it differently? Well, I would... Um get off my pedestal of thinking that I'm great at hiring people and that I can take a bad person and make them a good person. Um, so I would get that out of my head and I would have somebody help me hire good people. Hmm. It slowed me down. It slowed down the company in us hiring the wrong person. I'm really excited about where we're at today. I really feel like the team finally now in the last couple of years is, is really where we want it to be and real strong and really in a position to grow. And I'll say the other big thing that a regret of mine is not, and I mean this, and not because we're just talking, but a few years ago, probably four or five years ago, I know I had talked to you about hiring you to help us do some marketing stuff, and one of my regrets is not hiring you to help us do some marketing. So. Well, thankfully, the end of time is not on us, so there, there's always opportunity. <laughs> But that's that's a great point. I actually I actually remember one of your pieces. I have it in my uh, in my daily file thing that I hold with me as as compelling marketing pieces, and it was your uh, Dead Sea Scrolls one. Oh yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. yeah, I I I I have that with me all the time when I work with clients. And I'm sorry to give away your stuff, but. Um, you know, that, that was one of those pieces that I just say it, it, there's a personality factor that you guys, even, you know, despite you, you've been at it quite a while, but there was something there that really stood out to me as you were willing to, to sort of make, you know, not make fun of yourselves, but create a fun environment so that when people look at you, there's something compelling there. There's, there's a reason to go, Hey, these guys are different, which is something I really loved about those pieces you sent me four or five years ago. It's, it's cool stuff. So Bob, if you could go back and sort of change something in the way you've done stuff, uh, what would it be? Yeah. I mean, hindsight's always perfect. Um, there were probably, um, opportunities that come to mind, um, some sales opportunities that we'd, uh, you know, we'd approach differently. Um, some of the larger opportunities, which I'd call them kind of those game changer type accounts. Yeah. Um, 
you know, it's always what, what you know now is easier is, is easier to, to look back with. Um, you know, there I, I would say just a diff, some different approaches to some closing techniques that, that um, could, could, could have benefited us much better in the future. Um, so it's, it's always, you know, it's that proverbial second-guessing yourself quite a bit. Um, but that's, that's kind of what comes to mind with that particular question. I mean, there's, you know, there's always a can of worms which you could have done a lot of things differently. Right. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So if the two of you had, uh, you know, some afternoon, you've, you've just done a huge job, your team worked their butts off, you put a lot of effort into something, and you could just get away, the two of you, and do one thing together for an afternoon, unrelated to work, unrelated to, you didn't have to involve your families, any of that kind of stuff, you could just do something together, what, what would you two guys do? Um, probably drink beer. Yeah, we'd go have a beer. <laughs> All right. All right, at a, at a local pub and watch sports or, or you know, turn on the eight. Well, we both like sports. Yeah. Right. It would probably, we're both football guys, so we'd probably center around that. Yeah. All right. That's a pretty simple answer. Very but. cool. So it would be definitely somewhere going having a beer with each other. That would, yeah. yeah. All right. Very That's cool. Pretty, yeah. Well, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I, I know sometimes it feels like, you know, we barely covered anything, but I feel like you, you have some really interesting uh, perspectives on things. I've always appreciated uh, both of you in terms of, of your what you're doing, how you do it, and the and what's happening with you. So uh, thank you for sharing that with us today. I know we're right in the middle of the holidays. I know things are busy, and so happy holidays to begin with. I hope you have a great holiday season with your families and in whatever you're doing but thank you for choosing to spend a few minutes with us and sharing this with the uh, room pro report audience well thank you happy holidays to you too all right thanks guys appreciate it all righty Well, there you have it. Special thanks to uh, Bob and Robert for being on the show with me today. I appreciate the time they spent out of their busy schedule. Sometimes it's uh, it's easier to coordinate with one, but a couple of times to get two people on the show, a little bit harder to do. So I'm appreciative to them of taking the time to pull it together on their end so that we could uh, talk about what's happening there at their business. And I want to thank you two for being here it was great to have you on the show. Special thanks again to our exclusive sponsor, O'Neill Software. You know, O'Neill provides coverage and support throughout the world. What's really interesting with over a thousand clients in the Americas, Europe, Middle East, Africa, as well as throughout Asia Pacific, they've got you covered. As their clients will attest to, they have reliable software with a team of experts dedicated to keeping it that way. They have the premium kind of technical support and customer service you can count on no matter what time of year it is and no matter where you are in the world. You can learn more about them at O'NeillSoft.com. That's it for us. Have a great holiday week. Enjoy your family, friends, and this special holiday season. We are out of here. See ya. Thanks for joining us on the Rim Pro Report with Tom Adams. If you enjoyed the show, please tell others. Our website is www.rimproreport.com, where you can find show archives and a whole lot more. This broadcast is produced and hosted by Flourish Press Incorporated. Join us again soon.